too often we underestimate the environment that we're in and how it affects us in Ramadan. Like many of us live with family members and women tell me oftentimes it's not the most Islamic environment or maybe, you know, you kind of let things go during the year where the house is kind of not like really ready to welcome Ramadan. Well, in this podcast, you're going to get tips to do exactly that. Set yourself up, have the right environment so you can get in the right headspace, the right spiritual vibe to accept Ramadan and to make sure that you use every moment with no distractions, no holdbacks, so you can have your best Ramadan yet. Let's go. One of the things that I think often gets overlooked is the importance of our environment. Think about you if you were in a place that was peaceful, how you would feel versus a place that is anxious or not set up to put you at success, right? So one of the things in Ramadan that we want is we wanna have this amazing experience, but have we set our environment up for that? So in this video, I'm gonna to talk to you about a couple tips I have right now that you can do in this Ramadan. And I also have a free ebook that I've made that you can download that's gonna give you all of the hadith Quran and just tips and a book list and everything of what you can put together for how you can have an Islamic home. We've done all the homework for you. We put it in there. You can download it below with the link, but let's get into the video of some of the tips that are included in the PDF and that I have for you to create an Islamic environment for you and your family to give you the best of this Ramadan, inshallah. So first let me say that the home is meant to be a blessing. It's meant to be this beautiful place of solace where we can focus on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, our deen, our relationship with him, and make sure that this place when we step in is an extremely like a big Islamic hug where we can be the best version of ourselves, even if the world is harsh and difficult outside at work or, or uni or whatever you go, this home can be a place. Now, not all of us have that luxury. We feel like our family might not be all they need to be. So my tip number one is, even if you feel like your family is difficult or not as Islamic as you need them to be, or maybe it's your kids and they're not gonna give you peace of mind, don't put in your mind that because of this, you're not gonna have a great Ramadan. Let's not put limits on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So my first tip for you is don't approach your home in the sake of all the problems that you think are in there that are gonna slow you down. Instead, approach it with the beautiful hope of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he can do anything in your life, that no matter what it is, if you put the good niyyah, you make the da'a for it, and you have the resources, and I've linked below, for you to create that environment as best you can, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you success. Success comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nothing can stop him from creating that for you if you have the right intention and you put forth the work. So keep that in your mind for number one. Now, another thing that we included inside the ebook for you is number two, which is perfecting the prayer in the home. If you could have any other focus in your home, there should be a designated prayer space. And not just that, everybody in the home should be kind of educated or privy to the best way to pray all year round, but especially during Ramadan. Now, subhanAllah, what I love to do is I love to create a prayer space where I can go and have it. I have my prayer rug there. I have my sujadas there. Maybe, um, you know, whatever it is, a prayer outfit. I get the kids excited. I've seen people all over Instagram, like put up um, little mosques in their house, like whatever it is for you, it doesn't have to be fancy. It just has to be a quiet, designated space that you can go all Ramadan and feel like it's yours. So that's that. Now, when you go to approach that space, it's important that you approach it with the adab, the manners of Islam, again, which we have included in the ebook. 
you know, things like making sure the adhan was recited, moving anything that could be a distraction, making sure that you like everything. I have so a list of everything for you, so no worries in there, but making sure that space is optimal for praising and connecting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inshallah Another tip or advice I have for you is to prep the whole family in the beginning to have good manners in the home. Now, we've, time goes by, we get a little snippy with each other, we get a little bit of a place where we forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the, the mannerism that we should be having with one another. So again, in the ebook, we mention things with your family that you could be doing to make sure. Now, I love to prep my kids, I talk to my husband, I read things basically from the book, Hadith and Quran, that remind us of how we should be, so we set the intention before Ramadan even comes. And that is critical, sisters, to do things before Ramadan, not a day before, not a week before, from now, and start to practice them so that we can be like, next time that person makes me upset, I'm gonna practice holding my tongue and having a beautiful patience and making dhikr, calming myself down, walking away, deep breathing, like whatever it is. Making sure that we've considered one another, that we have um, said alhamdulillah, bismillah, thank you, like all the different type of mannerisms with engaging in the home and the way we should be considerate are all mentioned in there so you can get those going, share them with your family and make that intention. All right, so the next tip I have for you, there's two parts. Part one is us, part two is if you have kids and family, for us. Let's face it, the thing that's gonna ruin us are the phones, right? We have this excuse from shaitan that we're gonna go on the phone just to get an Islamic inspiration from Instagram or just to watch a YouTube lecture. All right, a little bit, maybe five minutes, 10 minutes. But usually that falls into hours upon end. And then we're, again, on devices all Ramadan and not. So don't let shaitan trick you. This Ramadan, put in your mind, I'm gonna read a book. I'm gonna read the Quran. I'm gonna do something. But if you don't make it hard for yourself to go on the device, you're gonna fall right into it, let's not be fooled. So here's some tips. When you wanna stop a bad habit, like over phone usage, you have to make it really hard. For example, I have one sister, she used to watch too much TV, like Netflix and stuff. So I talked to her about unplugging the TV after every time she used it to make it so annoying to have to put the TV back on. So for example, she would have to plug it back in and I think she had like Apple TV, it would have to like reboot. It was just too irritating and annoying. So in the end, she was like, forget it, I'm just not gonna watch TV. Make it hard for you to get on those apps on your phone. Make it annoying, um, take them off. Like, you know, you put them back after, Set locks on your phone when you've watched too much and it just locks it down. Like make it super irritating, put passwords, make it hard so you kind of give up on the bad thing that you were doing before. Part two is with the kids. Um, I know it's hard, usually in fasting, as parents, we give kids devices more in Ramadan. We watch all those Instagrams about, oh, I'm gonna do activities with my kids, it's gonna be amazing, and then in the end, we start fasting, we feel irritated, and we throw them an iPad, because we're like, leave mommy alone, I have a headache. Okay, I get it, but let's not fall into that this Ramadan. Come on, sisters, we want our kids, we're accountable for our kids to have that closeness with Allah too. That comes with preparation. So here's the thing. I have a couple things for you. One, you have the, the ebook that I'm giving you, right? But also we have tons of resources on my website, www.mindful-muslima.com about things with parenting and devices and how you could set up rules, we got you there. But also we have a five-day challenge from March 23rd to 27th. We have experts for children on there. We 
we have Ariba Farheen of Iman Power. We have um, Sister Samia of My Little Alam here to give you how to get your kids closer to Allah, how to do activities. They're gonna cover that for you so you could walk away and have those things ready. But you might wanna prep on Pinterest to look for some activities for your kids. Do something now so devices will not be the first go-to. Lastly, I usually put device cap in my house. We're not allowed to use them during the day. If you're um, 10 or over, we use them only at night for like 30 minutes. The younger kids, it's a bit harder, so we'll still have a time. You cannot use it till one o'clock or three o'clock, and still it's a very small amount of time and it's very focused. So just setting up those rules now is super, super key. Now, in the ebook too, we also have tons of tips for you of actually what's Islamically allowed to put up in your home. Um, we have all the hadith, the Quran, and the different um, things to reference in terms of how to actually make it. How did the Prophet, peace be upon him, set up an Islamic home or the Sahaba? We actually have all that in that. So I hope it's really, really helpful for you. It's totally free. You can download it below. Do not forget to join us in the five-day challenge. Don't forget, I'm gonna have an entire mentorship program where I help women all month to work on their goals. Usually people don't have a lot of success because they don't have the right technique, they get unmotivated, and they don't have the support. We got you on all three, all right? So I'll put those links below as well. And lastly, in Thrive Muslima, which is our private global community, we're having like 24 plus lives. Speakers, you never have to be alone this Ramadan. Even in the Eid, we're gonna have an entire virtual Eid. We're gonna have prizes. We're gonna have social engagement, Quran buddies, fasting buddies. You have a huge community just waiting for you. You're more than welcome to join. I invite you inside. I'll put that below too.